Hello, gatherers. We don't have a sponsor this week. However, I do want to announce our first network event, the 365 Days of Movies Challenge. It's a challenge consisting of Eric, Evan, myself, and Tim, as we have to watch one movie a day for a whole year. 365 days, 365 movies. They have to be at least 45 minutes long from start to finish. The challenge will start on June 13th and will be very fun and especially irritating for us. If we miss a day, there's a punishment. From karaoke to prank videos to slap fights to wearing dog cones, we promise you, you'll be entertained with our misfortunes. Again, June 13th, the start of a year of craziness. Now on with the show. Up by three tomorrow, guys. <laughs> oh, okay. no. That's gross. What time do you usually go to bed? Oh my god, no one cares. Let's get to the goddamn podcast. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, so welcome to the 86th episode of The Gathering. We were groups of geek space out here in the hot, dense state, Southern California. I had to do something. Hot and dense. Yeah, I don't know. Were you just talking about yourself? I don't know. I wrote this Except not hot. Let's start with the introductions and the question of the week. What are your three biggest geeky, guilty pleasures? I feel like that's automatically a drink because we have to pick more than one each, so... Five drinks for the lot of you. <laughs> Spiritual <laughs> drinks in my case. Biggest geeky guilty pleasures. Well, uh, hey everybody, this is Tim, and I can tell you right now, number one on Tyler's list is uh, the god-awful Green Lantern. That, it's not my number Whoa. one. <laughs> oh, the movie. Yeah, that's yeah. bad. Yeah, thank, thank you. <laughs> uh, my three biggest guilty pleasures um, are geeky. Uh, I don't know if they're geeky, but number one would obviously <laughs> have to be Kesha, because... She rules, and I can listen to her music all. I used to write papers in college while listening to Kesha, and I'd bump that shit in the dorms. It was phenomenal. Um, what else? We had a Kesha party when I was in college, like at our apartment, and we were picking up glitter for like two years after that. So. Yeah, glitter is the herpes of the <laughs> arts and crafts world. It's true. <laughs> it's true. So, um, what wow. else? Three. Fuck three. Um. Oh, I don't know. You might have to. Go. Can we do one at a time and just keep going around in a circle? <laughs> if you want to, if you're, if yeah, you're really I that low. I cannot think of. Number one. None minutes. of my pleasures are guilty because everything I like is just awesome. So Bullshit. I don't have to feel guilty about it. Kesha's not, but that's okay. Seriously? She's talented. Kesha's I'll give that. But I just hate her music. Okay. Uh, Anybody else want to go? We'll, we can do rounds in this one. This is a pretty tough one because I actually only have two as well. And one of them's already been mentioned, so. Kesha? Fair enough. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Damn straight. Uh, oh, wait, no. Two have been mentioned, because Kesha and Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody uh, else? Okay. I guess I will do it. Uh, this is Jeff here. You guys know me from Media Comics. And what are you doing, Tim? I just thought of my second one. Oh, what was it? Point Break, obviously. Oh, I talk yeah. about that shit all How the time. How did we forget that? I don't know. <laughs> Point Break. Original Keanu Reeves. I was going to say, it better be the <laughs> Gary, original, dude. Uh, Gary Busey oh, that's right. with Patrick Swayze. Best fucking action movie. I love it. No. You haven't seen Point Break Live at the Dragonfly in Santa Monica. Best fucking $25 you will ever spend in your life. Huh. Never did that, but that does sound pretty interesting. Anyway, uh, Jeff here. And I'd have to say my three biggest guilty geeky pleasures would have to be, uh, well, Many to the left of me will know this pretty much. Anything that's high fantasy, so your Lord of the Rings or your Warcraft, that's all well and fine there. I'd also have to say Star Trek. Anything Star Trek is just, you know, canon fodder. I mean, is it guilty, yeah, though? Yeah, there's nothing guilty about Star Trek. Oh, no, I mean, there's, no, oh, there's, coming there's, from there's the guilt. Chick in the goddamn Starfleet shirt. Yeah. 
God this damn. I'm proud. There's guilt. There's guilt. Trust me on this. Sometimes. I'm, I'm serious. Depends. There's no guilt there. And I would have to say probably my third biggest guilty pleasure is guilty because I have amassed such a collection of them would be comics. At current count, I have 14,395 comics in my collection. Well, that is guilty. Yeah, but that's, that's collecting, though. I mean, is that a is really... It? That's hoarding. Are you going to hard being a <laughs> That's hoarding, unfortunately. You're, you're, you're only I've hoarding if you shit. buy multiple copies of the same comic. One to read for yourself, one to put on display. A and then one to eat out and shit and then collect the pile of shit. <laughs> yes. Hey, that, there's fiber in that, that shit. That, okay? that could be one as well. Okay. Now, that's a hoarder. <laughs> on that subject. How, da- how dare you talk about my everyday goings on, Tim? <laughs> as, as that's related, it's Maddie. Week two, I'm very excited to be here. Woo! Yeah. yeah. Um, somehow they let me come back. Um, on, on that note, I definitely I insisted. bought... Oh, I insisted. Um, I might have bought two of the Justice League 52s with Lex Luthor on the cover. I was yes. like, so jazzed. I was like, I feel like I need two of them. Okay, like that's not like that's awesome. But I felt, a little gu- I felt a little guilty about it. I was like, I don't nah. really need two. And I was like, yes, I do. Um, so anyways, there's that. Um, the movie Jupiter Ascending, I don't care. It's not a great movie. It's not. But I love it. Like, oh, I love Channing Tatum. I love Sean Bean. He's part B, guys. Like, that's great. He's it's barely beautiful. in it, though. Well, I don't know. It just... He's great. I, just, I don't know. I just love the whole movie. <laughs> I love the... It, you have to give it credit for being original sci-fi, at least, No, which is cool. you absolutely do not. It's, yeah, it's new. Period. No. The planets Bullshit. were beautiful. Uh, I'm Wykowski trash. Like, I love it. I love uh, Speed Racer. I, I love, love Speed Racer. All the Matrix movies. I really movies. do like Speed Racer. Yeah, like, they're great. Thank I don't okay, care. I love all three Matrix movies, and I will yeah. re-watch them on a semi-annual basis, <laughs> but I refuse to watch Speed Racer <laughs> and Jupiter great. Ascending. No, Speed Racer is actually fun. Have you ever fun. seen them? Have you ever seen them? I'll be quite... Because then you can't talk. I'll be quite... I absolutely <laughs> can't <laughs> talk. Unpopular, but I'll... You're watching I'll, a movie every I'll, day. I'll, that has to be on your list. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch Speed I did Racer. like Jupiter Ascending. I did, myself. It's great. But it, it's great, but I personally <sighs> like Avatar more. Okay, well, fair. Oh, but, like, oh I like this Avatar This isn't a comparison. More. I this thought you meant Last Airbender. No, dude, no. And then my third favorite, I don't know if this is, like, super guilty, but something that I like to do that is, like, maybe weird and geeky but really fun is I really love, like, coloring while I watch movies. That's awesome. Like, my favorite thing to do during college was I'd put on, like, X-Men and color and drink beer. And, like, I don't know. It was great. It was a good time. Nice. Don't judge me. Don't look at me with judgment. I look at everyone with judgment. At least she's doing something with a book-like thing, at least. Oh, my God. Tyler, you don't know what a book is. (laughs) I felt one before (laughs) on accident. (laughs) I'm pretty sure he has one of those in school or something. (laughs) Tyler didn't go to school. Anyways, there we are. Um, is that it? Oh, um, I, I saw. Oh yeah, sorry. Go um, <laughs> ahead. Kevin. Uh, my first guilty pleasure is that well, after my experience with AX, my first guilty pleasure would have to be having uh, the author and the artist sign my Monster Musume stuff. Oh. So it was actually pretty cool meeting the guy. He was like super nice and everything. And uh, Monster Musume is just one big guilty pleasure for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, there's that, and my second guilty pleasure, I don't know why I keep coming back to this movie, but I am always infatuated with I Am Legend, with, with, with Will Smith. I like that movie. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's like, a guilty pleasure, because I enjoy <laughs> that movie, but it's not a good movie. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like yeah, very it's enjoyable good, for me, but Pers- you know, yeah. it's just not very, um, let's see, not, the movie wasn't as executed as much as I wanted it to be. Yeah, you should definitely re- you should definitely read the book that it's based off of. Then uh, Richard Madsen's Why Why the, the Last Man, yeah. And uh, no, Why the Last Man? Yeah. No, 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 wait, no, 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 Why the Last Man is the other thing. I'm sorry, Omega is what you were thinking of. 
No, it's... No, it's not. I thought it was something else. Oh, oh no, I'm Matt. thinking about iRobot. Sorry. No, no, the, the book is I Am Legend by Richard, Richard Matheson. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking so about iRobot had a different title. The movie was last week. Now I'm fucking pulling a Tyler. I'm not a mic. <laughs> Eric was no, talking, no, by the way. So, there's been three different... So, there's the book, which you're right, was I Am Legend. Then they made a movie that... The Last Man, yeah. Vincent Price. Then there was... Yes. Nice, nice. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> you, you always can clear it up for us. Off mic. And then my last guilty pleasure would have to be uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Zero Zero. Ah. So, yeah, it's a it's a, um, Sunrise's you know little Gundam baby, and that's actually the one of the very first Gundam series that I've experienced. And then I started diving into the UC era, and then the non UC era, and things like that. So nice. I don't know. I'm always in love with all the mech designs from Gundam Zero Zero. It's always nice. very, very flashy. <laughs> As you should. Yeah, I'm, I actually like them too. And I'm, I'm not, not big on Mecha, but like, I mean, I still appreciate you know those. Okay, so uh, this is Tyler, your moderator, and uh, my three are gonna be number one is gonna be Tron. Yeah. I absolutely the love original? Tron. Yes, I, I watch it. Do you like Legacy too? I do a yeah. lot actually. Um, the movie made no fucking sense. So do no. a lot of movies out nowadays, though. <laughs> That's just because you're not paying attention because you're on your phone the entire like time. Like Jupiter ascending. <laughs> Don't. It doesn't need to make sense. Just go. Um, if it feels right, you just go with it. Yeah, just but uh, Tron's my Tron's my number one guilty pleasure. Um, my second one's gonna be Green Lantern, and uh, my third one's gonna be, and I don't know why, and I've actually I don't think I've even finished the series, um, Love Live. <laughs> I don't you, know why. You get out of here, Tyler. I know. I lost all respect it's for so you. It's so terrible. <laughs> and I'm so <laughs> excited for the next season, even though I haven't finished the first, the original. I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's just I, it, I, I hate myself so much. Love Live is an anime. Is 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 it that really? horrible? Really, I was gonna say I would never have guessed that. Is, yeah. is it that horrible three D dancing choreography? Yeah, oh, I man. don't know what it is. It's just the energy. I think it's just it's so stupid. And I'm just watching like, why am I liking this? And I'm just like kind of like, eh, I can watch it. Uh, then my third one's gonna, or then my honorable mention. I'm gonna do honorable mention. I'm so Dear sorry. Lord, now I have to drink like a fifteenth time. Yeah, it's not Star even. How how far into the episode are we? God damn it! Star Trek. Um, Which the one? search for cock? No, the oh no. my god! Whoa! <laughs> why am I forgetting? Not seen Zach and Mary make a porno. Yeah. Um, Actually, I yes. Oh my god! Why am I forgetting the, the last year? Enterprise. Star Trek intro, uh, Enterprise. That's gonna be my anyways. Anyways. Okay, it was wait, just wait, wait, it was wait, just wait, Enterprise. Wait, 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 it wasn't Star Trek Enterprise. I thought it was Star Trek. No, it was Enterprise. You said Star Trek Enterprise, the Scott Bakula one. Yeah, I like it. Tyler, get out! Hey, Jeff, you can get out because it's been. A decade since I've watched the show, but I enjoyed the crap out of it, you thank bastard. You. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Finally, somebody supports me. But I refuse me. to rewatch it because I know it's so no. Star Trek series. Deep Space Nine is the weakest yeah, one. No, it Nine isn't. Is Deep Space Nine was way better. Yeah. Know, honestly, I, I have so much trouble trying to watch the original series. Whoa, yeah, I don't whoa, like the original whoa, either. Whoa, everybody needs to Whoa, now you guys really need to be chilling right now. You're you're kind of angry this. and mad. Hey, hey, I didn't say my <laughs> third There's pick. There's a lot of doors Shit. going on in this podcast. And this. Where we no, Tim, hey. Third oh, oh, pick. Third pick, okay. Um, so my third pick is going to be a little bit obscure. It's another podcast. It's called Danish and O'Neill. I've never heard oh. of it. It's these two comedians... No, no, I'm sorry. They did an earlier podcast called Boner City USA. Is That's Danny Gold? My... No, no, it's uh, they're four comedians, uh, Jeff Danis, Ryan O'Neill, who also do Danish and O'Neill. And it's literally dick and fart jokes for an hour, hour and a half for 89 episodes. No wonder Jesus. you can't watch the original series. 
Oh! <laughs> yeah, Sorry, except the original a, series is all... Burn. Uh, <laughs> William Shatner like sticking his right penis and he's like, hey, this is an alien I haven't seen. Let's put my penis inside it. Original series. See, now, it's basically a softcore porn. All I'm thinking about is that Tracy Morgan sketches on SNL, the, uh, the astronaut Jones skits. Nobody else knows what I'm talking about. Never mind. And this. Dr. Leo Spichemin <laughs> is The Gatherings. <laughs> wow. Now join The Gatherings. Face shoot and told me that ass, and that's pretty much how it always ends. And I'm done. Uh, okay, uh, and we're turd back. For, uh, turd Ferguson was better by Norm McDonald. <laughs> yeah, that's, okay. that's funny, right? That, that, that's funny. It's yeah, big, it's 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 a big hat. It's, it's, a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> yes, that's comedy right there. Yeah, right. And that's funny. Anyway, so we're back. That's exactly um, why it was funny. <laughs> so we're back. Um, we've been advertising on every show, putting it on the uh, website, and if you've been watching on our YouTube, we do have a weekly show that's called the Geek and Review. The Gathering in Review, whatever. The um, Geek in Review. It we've has been a name. We've been drinking. Um, and <laughs> so uh, we've been doing the 365 Movie Challenge, and uh, Tim here is doing it with me, as is uh, Eric, who's not on mic. And but we have he will comment at some point tonight. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't want to. <laughs> oh, you didn't he want already to. already has. Bullshit. You got it wrong. Anyway. Um, I, had a, I had a moral obligation. If no, you, didn't, you didn't. Continue your podcast, sir. If you didn't listen to the beginning of this Shit episode. We appreciate it, by the way, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't listen to the beginning of the episode, um, we had to watch a movie every uh, single day. If not, we, there's a punishment. So uh, none of us. Tim, have you missed a day yet? No. I haven't missed a day. Eric? Eric's shaking his head. Uh, I don't think Stephanie has either. So nothing Oh, yet. is Evan just not part of it anymore? Well, I, I, we haven't heard from him, so we don't know yet. Unless he has to do like a bunch of uh, punishment videos. But you'll find out about that soon. Um, anyway, so so far... That would be hilarious. Yeah, he has I don't a know. Bunch so, of okay, so let's, let's talk about what kind of weeks have you been having. Have you been watching any any movies in, in the actual theater? My uh, No. Unfor- well, I saw Finding Dory, and that was really it. My girlfriend dragged me to that one, but... You know what? That movie was phenomenal, so I'm not even going to complain. Oh, okay. I really like that movie. <laughs> That's good to hear. Um, I've been trying to, like, the first week I tried to do one old movie. Like, I started with Sandlot, then I watched a new movie, and I had tried to do that for a while, and then I had to go to Nevada for a wedding, so it became what was on my iPod, f- or my iPad for three days, which was pretty phenomenal, honestly. Uh, well, you have a good list on there, so. Yeah, I, what, what was my iPad? It was... You had Avengers, it was Zootopia, yeah, nice. which just came out, which was also very good. And then it was Predator the next day, so that's an interesting change. <laughs> also a great movie. It's a good, Still, it's a good double feature. I would the, think. the CGI in Predator is so bad. Wait, the first one? Yeah. Well, yeah. Where he's like jumping from tree to tree, and it's like this fifteen-second-long shot. Oh what yeah, he's just eighty-six. 86? Yeah, it's 87, eighty-seven. It was nineteen eighty-seven. John so, McTiernan. I love the, the movie, and it's it's a phenomenal movie, but. Just the the invisibility CGI looks so awful. Oh, yeah. So basic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then on Sunday, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy. So phenomenal, phenomenal weekend. Yeah. But then, you know, like last week, I watched a whole bunch of movies I had already seen. I did a Kevin Smith week that culminated in Tusk, yeah. which I had not seen, but I freaking loved Tusk. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, that's awesome. So um, this week I'm trying to watch movies I haven't seen. So I it's been three days so far, and I have two of the days are movies I haven't seen before. 
Yeah. Last week I did a Brie uh, Larson uh, because I love that actress. I think she's extremely talented. And I got to finally see Room. I never saw Digging. Really? For... Yeah, I never, never saw, saw it. I know. I really wanted to, but I just couldn't find it's it anywhere. fucked up movie. It is a great movie. In the um, first ten minutes, I went, oh. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just in the first ten minutes. I know. It, it's a, it is a phenomenal film. Uh, then I watched uh, Digging for Fire, which is a um, – why am I forgetting his name? Uh, I wasn't too big of a fan of it. I'm also not a big fan of his films. He also did Drinking Buddies, and uh, he's the one who always does improv. In oh, no. He, um, he's actually a horror director for the most part. The guy of. who did Drinking Buddies. He yeah, was in Your he, Next. He didn't direct it, but he was in Your Next. He was the, he was the bad guy. No, in it. I think, wait, hang on. I'm trying to remember his name. God dang it. But um, Drinking Buddies, Drinking I was buddies. just talking about him the other day for the first time. Swanson. John Swanson. Joe, Joe Swanson? Swanberg. Joe Swanberg. Joe Swanson from Family Guy. Yeah, he did a segment in VHS. Yeah, he did a segment. I mean, but that doesn't mean he's a horror director. He's been doing mostly comedy romantics. Anyways, so Digging for Fire is uh, a phenomenal cast. It's just something that I feel short because uh, I don't like those movies where it relies so much on on improv. But, um, and then, um, I mean, this week I'm doing um, classic comedies. Next week I'm doing Studio Ghibli movies. And then next week I'm doing Batman movies. And I'm going to be missing some because Eric and myself and Haley will all be at Comic-Con. I'm not going to miss it. Yeah, Eric <laughs> probably won't be missing any. Oh, and Jeff will be there. I'm so sorry. Jeff will be there, too. You excited? Basically, Eric and I are hoping you're going to be the first one to miss a day. Oh, I will be, and I'm ready for it. I'm bringing my <laughs> Batman onesie with me. Um, um, I'm not talking to you, Tyler. You, you overlooked me. Sand castles <laughs> in the sand. High five. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually wore my Batman onesie to Batman versus Superman during WonderCon. Oh, that's like, awesome. Out in the streets. It was great. Nice. It's totally normal. Cool story, okay. Hansel. So Thanks. Now, so now that Tim and I are, are pretty much done with the uh, with this, <laughs> what have you guys been watching? Have you guys been seeing anything in theaters, um, anything new that's exciting? Because I know a bunch of anime films have just been coming out, like trickling out. Um, um, the only one that's worthy of knowing is uh, Makoto Shinkai's Your Name. Um, it actually premiered on Saturday uh, during AX, but the line was way too full, so I couldn't get in. Which oh, okay. is a shame. So yeah. yeah. So for me, uh, Jeff, by the way, here, and um, I'm sorry, <clears throat> who are you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm easily I'm easily overlooked, especially Hefe? from yeah. <laughs> hey, My name that, is Jeff. My name is Jeff. My name is Jeff. Yeah, Hefe. exactly. Yeah, I'm Hefe. I'm El Hefe. Yeah. I, hey, stop it. I'm going to insist y'all call me El Hefe Lobo of the group. Nope. <laughs> Hard Loco? pass. Huh? The crazy boss? El Hefe Lobo means... Lobo. Oh, I thought you said loco. No, El Hefe Lobo. <laughs> but crazy. anyway. Um, El Hefe Lobo. Recent... Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Tim, Tim, Tim. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Independence Day to Resurgence. I saw that, and uh, I can honestly say that, you know, that's an example of something that should not have been done. <laughs> yeah. Independence Day 2 Resurgence was just... I, you know what? There's no reason for me to watch that film. Because I don't even like... I don't like the original one. No, that's exactly why I hated it, because it was nowhere near as, near as good as the original. It was just... Wasn't it just a rehash of the original? No, it should be a sequel. Oh, it's a sequel, but yeah. I mean, isn't it like just like, well? Many of the ideas it, behind it were rehashing, I but I just wasn't entertained whatsoever. Why There's are you not talking about this? I would think you would be like all over the subject. Don't care. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Fair so, so pretty much, <laughs> I, right. no I just said anything to make me angry. I'm waiting because I'm I'm all fired up right now. I'm <laughs> over what? Are you ever not <sighs> fired up? I'm. I hate Point Break. <laughs> uh -oh. We're catching flame. We're catching fire. 
Brian, and, uh, and, uh, and Brian I, Cranston is only mediocre. That's a lie. Oh, I, I, I can't I even lie. I can't, I, can't, I can't even say that. I'm, I can't he even get mad at you over the, the Point Break guy. because I honestly don't think Point Break is a great movie. I think I'm Point the same Break. I'm about speed, but I love it. I don't know. I, I think Point Break is the ultimate and unintentional comedy. Like I think that is the funniest fucking movie ever made. But it's this serious action movie that was made in the early '90s. Yeah. And I think it's the funniest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's like. I mean, there's been a couple of action movies that are kind of like that too, like some of the Predator sequels. Um, <laughs> oh, Predator Two was <laughs> even all Predator comedy. One has some pretty. I ain't got time to bleed. Like, You're just like who the, the fuck, fuck says that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like Commando. Another example of a movie that I love. Well, but it's it's excellent. Excellent. so dumb. <laughs> but it's, yeah. but it's great. Let off some steam, Bennett. <laughs> I mean, but like, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank you. Oh, El, you you now earn the title El Jefe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're, we're also talk, like, forgetting like no Starship Troopers as well. Yo, oh God! Oh, but man. that was but, bla- know, but that was blatant. That you, was a satire though. That, that was. A a satire of the, the that book. kind of society. No, not the book, but the movie is yeah. a satire of Have that kind of society. It, right? Okay, good. That's one. Make sure. I you're love Starship it. Troopers. Starship Troopers. Ninety-eight. Ninety-seven. Like, I think. Ninety-seven. I think it was ninety-seven. Oh, Galaxy Quest. Oh, Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Straight up satire. Oh, and Alan Rickman. Okay. Anyway, like Maddie, what have you seen this summer? I never got to even do my other one, dude. I did. I thought you were done. No, I did. Go for it, Jeff. No, I did Independence Day Resurgence, but the one that I am impressed by that I will definitely. Um, say you guys should go see was uh, Free State of Jones actually I love Free State of Jones and not just because you know my background is in uh, American history for that matter it's just it's just it's a fresh breath of air is what it was it really was an eye-opening type of movie that's with Matthew Conaghy Matthew McConaughey Matthew McConaughey Matthew McConaughey the absolute opposite of like if you saw him in Magic Mike and yeah, you can see I forgot he was in that. I even saw the That's first one. That's the range of Matthew. Yeah. Mc- all right, all right, all right. I mean, I loved him in Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> that was Jared Leto. No, that was Matthew McConaughey and Jared yeah. Leto. Anyway, um, wow. I will say though, if yeah. you go to see that, just be prepared. Like it's, it's intense. It, I kind of felt like I felt after the Revenant. I was like, well, well, you want to know? You want to know if anything? It brought me back to the goodness that was also Cold Mountain. Remember Cold Mountain from 2004 with Jude Law and everything? I thought that was actually uh, good for its time as well. Cold Mountain was phenomenal, didn't it? Win. No. Some, uh, okay. But anyway, you know. Might have won, like, I think it won Best Song. That doesn't, that doesn't <laughs> count. <laughs> Who gives any, a shit? But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, Free State of Jones, awesome movie. I loved it. Yeah. Cool. I liked that a lot as well, especially coming from a history Yes. Place. I think, like, if you want a happy, well, happy is the wrong word, but, like, if you want something with a good say, ending, go yeah. watch Lincoln. If you want something that's just a real visceral look. Yeah. Yeah. Lincoln ended with him getting shot in the face. But, it, like, it was about, like, you I had a beginning, middle, yet. and end. You know, the amendment passes. Like, uh, It's still his, it came out of his face. So, okay, well, so it wasn't it was sad directly into his face, but it comes out of his face. There's a bullet in overall. his face for yeah. one period of a time. Oh. You get the Emancipation Proclamation. Samuel Jackson sort of came ending. out of that going, like, I fucking hated Lincoln. The movie ended 20 minutes before he got shot in the head. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, that kind of has a beginning, middle, and end of a story versus this one kind of just ends and you're like, well... Yeah, that, that happened. We've always been racist, and we kind of still are. And well, like, it was. Wait, you yeah. talk about it though, which I think is wait, great. What, 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 not what enough are you movies talking do that. about. I don't know because like, Jones. Well, like, oh, oh, Did you see Glory. 
Yes. Oh my that God. had even though it was based on reality, that movie had a weird fucking ending where Matthew Broderick runs to the top of the <gasps> tower and it's oh have you have, you've everyone's Everybody seen this Everybody goes to Everybody's seen school like so many times. Yeah. It's, a like, great it's a great movie. movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah, yeah, it's good. But it has a dumb ending <laughs> even though it's based on reality. Yeah, it wasn't like, <laughs> wasn't like Denzel Washington was one of his Wait, 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 wait. Tim, what's so dumb about it though because the way it was executed because yeah, Edward Zwick is, Zwick is known for uh, those kind of violent movies that tug at your heartstrings. Like uh, what? Well, he did uh, Blood Diamond, another great oh, movie. Blood with Diamond a was awesome. Ending. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, okay. fun fact: you can <laughs> go like crazy. You can go see the Not monument anything. in Boston. Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio got shot, but he didn't even know. Oh no. <laughs> Um, and anyways, uh, I saw Nice Guys last night. That was actually really funny. Oh, and a great I've been time. Me- it's great. Hey, it's at the Dollar Theater at the main yeah. place mall. Get get over there. So, should go see it. Yeah, That's, I'm a high roller. I was gonna go see it today, but I got. I'm a high roller, and I go to the Dollar Theater. It's great. But anyways, I saw that, and I also um, this is another guilty pleasure. I could have mentioned this earlier. Um, I love magic. Like I will watch pretty much anything now you see me with too. magic. No, in it. Now you see no, me too. La, if you la, liked la, the la, first la, one. La, la, la. If you like the no first interest. movie, if you like magic, if you like Mark Ruffalo, these are all things that I really yeah, enjoy. Magic never enhanced seen. This with one's CGI. Great. I prefer real it's, magic. Thank you very much. No, it's definitely like illusions, Michael. Theater illusions. illusion <laughs> stuff, but it's fun and it's interesting and like I don't know. I just it was a great time and a lot of movies. You know, something like Free State of Jones is going to make you think, and that's yes. wonderful, and we need movies like this, but yes. this was kind of like, the world's a dark place, I'm going to go enjoy myself for a couple hours, and that was Now You See Me Too. I so. just think it's really funny how Daniel Radcliffe, you know, he's after, great all, in it too. after all these years of being Harry Potter, finally in a movie where he's like the worst magician of all time. Well, he's he's like <laughs> the villain in it, and it's, it's Oh, he great. is? It's so much fun. Yeah, he's not a magician, he's oh. like, a, he's a villain. I thought, it seemed like he was like... The, the buddy. Like, it's like, great, though. Like, the one that had to, like, hold his hand the whole movie. <laughs> you want to see a great Daniel Radcliffe film, you got to go see The Woman in Black. Yes. That I actually love that is movie. a good movie. I, actually, oh, that's so how good. When I do, I was when I do a horror that. week, that's going to be on it. So It's a really yeah. good movie. I was surprised was by a, how good that, that was. was. That, that sequence where the, the sequel, with the rocking chair? Oh, yeah. so terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't believe the sequel was so bad. Did you see the sequel? No, no I refuse. No I can't believe. <laughs> it actually had a good ending, too. I don't want to spoil it. My friends and I just always used to be like, Daniel Radcliffe is the woman in black. Like, could you imagine him in the dress? I remember of the Horns, and, he was, and that movie was he terrible. Dies. He was great, but that movie was terrible. <laughs> which movie? Horns. Oh. It looked weird. It wasn't that great. But I, I love Joe Hill, it. which sucks. Like, I really love Joe Hill, who's a writer. He. Why are we having a goddamn movie podcast that I'm not on? Sorry, anyway. Make me angry. Grab a mic. No. Anyway. So oh, don't get but oh don't get butt hurt, Eric. Okay, so um <laughs> a- anything else for okay, so for me, I've only seen Conjuring Two. No more fear for you. I've I'm only- not even drunk, dude. No, I just no. watched uh this morning I watched uh the original Haunting from nineteen sixty three. Oh, is that John isn't that Vincent Price? No. Oh my god. Eric said the same fucking oh, thing. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. So, okay, the remakes came out like relatively the same Yeah, year. no, that's fair. So the remake was with Catherine Zeta-Jones and Liam Neeson and Owen Wilson. Mm. Oh, say Owen remake Wilson, don't forget. is the worst the, the, fucking movie ever made. I'm sorry, but that's the best death. Was Owen, I, I was so happy to oh, see Owen Wilson's head just be ripped the clean most off. Obvi- like, the whole movie <laughs> it has some of the worst CGI ever made. I remember when I saw it, nine years old, going, this looks fucking stupid. Anyways, oh my God, the ch- the little children angel on the bed, like oh my God. Let's it's talk so about bad. 1963's The Haunting, which is one of the best horror movies ever made. Martin Scorsese has said no. that it is his favorite 
horror movie ever made. The oh, Nicholas, it, um, it is so good. That was weird. I thought he liked uh, no, that. No, dude. No, no, dude. The Nicholas Cage remake of The Wicker Man was terrible. You need to shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, wait. What? We're, we're talking about face. a good movie. Yeah. What's happening? So the hunting you, is. No, you're interesting. talking about bad. <laughs> the hunting is interesting because. Bob Weiss, the director, just was like, fuck it, let's play with camera angles. And every shot is stuffed with as much just random shit you could put in a, in a shot. And then you really, the movie has a lot of supernatural elements, but it's really about the mental breakdown of a character. And it's so fascinating 50 years later watching it from a perspective where one of the characters so obviously a lesbian but at the time, to get the movie approved, because they didn't have a rating system at the time, just to get it approved, you couldn't see the character touch another woman. Otherwise, it would be too overtly lesbian. <laughs> wow. Well, I thought the whole movie was about, like, yeah, like, the mental breakdown of everybody. And it was focused on the psychology of basically because there's three mental patients who were there with their... With, eh, with not their not exactly, but... I know, yeah, well, but, like, it's supposed to be, like... like Focusing on that as opposed to the remake where it was just about someone oh, people, realizing people with insomnia not being able to sleep. And That's so Liam, what it was? Yeah, Liam Neeson was like, he got a bunch of insomniacs to come oh. hang out at this house. I thought they were all like people who had like a problem they were doing a study and that was it. But I guess Yeah, their, their well, problem I mean, was insomnia. Oh, okay. Well, I thought it was like <laughs> other like mental illnesses, but okay, that's weird. Well, it's so funny now after seeing the original Haunting because you can see so many touches that they stole from the original. But then it gets loaded with these crappy CGI sequences and this really bad jump scares that aren't scary. Like, I was watching this one sequence in The Haunting that legitimately made me nervous. For a 53-year-old film, I'm watching it going, like, from a film from a filmmaker's, like, a filmmaking student's standpoint, I'm watching it like, whoa, that's really cool that they did that. Anyway, <laughs> I just Aww. covered Eric's mouth with my hand. Hey, he's very. Uh, he might stab me later. He almost certainly he's is going to stab me. He's looking pretty incensed <laughs> right now at you. We made a goddamn film. We put it out there. You're a fucking filmmaker. Oh, I'm a filmmaker now. Oh, oh, that's different. Oh, I'm sorry. You have every right to you. You have every right to stay, uh, stab me. So I'm a filmmaker but now. That's weird. Because, I mean, uh, not weird. But that's but like do it with from, a spoon. There's Eric. so many movies that like older movies that still really get me. I mean, Exorcist. There's still <laughs> the Dead the Earth still, still. Yeah, the the older movies are really more unsettling, and they used less CGI, and it was all like, all right, I'm just gonna spoil this one sequence in the movie because a spoiler alert for the 1963 The Haunting. There's one sequence where they're all in the living room, and the door just gets pushed out, and you can see it bending, and it's fucking terrifying. And it's like, Haunted Mansion. Yeah, 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 no. So they, they do in the Haunted Mansion, uh, which Haunted Mansion came after it, I believe. Yep, like 20 yeah. years after. So, 12. yeah, 12, 12 years after. So it's one of those things where it's like, wow, I, you know, this movie that's 50 years old is working on me better than horror movies nowadays. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean. Like besides Conjuring, I don't think that there's that many horror films that really live. Well, up it's to it. interesting I mean, you guys are mentioning that because I just read an article last night actually in which John Carpenter is actually bagging every horror film that's being done currently. He says there is no good horror films out right now. That's bullshit. There's and Conjuring. It's so, and it, I love Insidious. I think Woman in Black is great. I mean, I think. And it's funny think because John he calls out all of those and says well, there's no originality to them. They, uh, he, what is John mean, Carpenter well, you made? Know, well, well, that's recently. the ironic After part. After watching 
the haunting, you can see so much of that inspired the conjuring. Well, so, so the I, exorcist. I mean, but they said uh, that by exorcist, uh, exorcist, yeah. yeah. Oh, you kidding? The, the exorcist was more overt. The con- the haunting is very everything that happens is implied. You never see a poltergeist, you never see the ghost walking around, but you hear it. That's actually a really good No, 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 uh the haunting. 1963 is the haunting. It's actually a masterclass in how to effectively use sound in a film. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I know, like, for me, like, I, I, I've been saying constantly on this podcast, I think that Alien is one of the greatest haunted, haunted, uh, haunted house um, horror films out there. I, I I'd agree. It's, it's sci-fi, absolutely it's sci-fi horror, house, I would call it. Yeah, but I mean, sci-fi no, horror. no, it's no. a haunted house slasher film. Yeah. That is basically Halloween, but it takes place in a fucking spaceship. Yeah, just because it's different setting. It's I mean, literally yeah. Halloween. I mean, what, what, what do you, I mean, okay, like, what kind of horror movies do you watch, hmm? Kevin? Oh, um, I usually watch like Asian horror movies because. Have you seen Audition? No, I haven't. Um, oh my gosh! I've been. Do following... not tell him anything about Audition. I will not. Have you seen it? Oh yeah, absolutely. That yeah, movie fucked really fucks me up. Like honestly, like I. I refuse I... to rewatch it. Yeah, I, I, I just I watched it twice. I watched it once with some friends. Why? Because somebody Why? else wanted to see it. <laughs> I, I remember the orphanage. Oh, with El Toro. Yeah, that crazy. movie disappointed okay. me. It wasn't great. I mean, I think because it think came it just, after like, Pan's. Me out. I think that's what happened. It came after Pan's Labyrinth, and we had yeah. so much hope for it. I that had, was my thing. So, <clears throat> audition was described to me by my when I was fourteen by my world history uh, teacher in high school, and he's like, "Oh, because he used to he loved bad horror movies, and that was his favorite type of movie to watch, and he'd watch them all the time." And he was telling me about Audition. He's like, Audition is 40 minutes of a really cheesy and boring romantic comedy. And then the next 40 minutes to an hour is some of the most fucked up shit that I've ever seen that I Still, refuse like, I, I to mean, rewatch. I fucking, I, I hate, <laughs> I hate gore fest films. But, but it's not a gore fest, though. No, it's not that. But it, it's it just is. disturbing as shit. Yeah. But I, I, there are movies that I don't think have come close to, like, just how that movie has impacted me. And I don't like those kind of movies usually, but I really like that one. Like, I, think, I, I didn't like Audition. I appreciated what it did as a film, but I do not like that when movie. When I saw it, people described it as, um, what's her name? Uh, Ellen Page, uh, Patrick Wilson. What was that movie? Oh, Hard Candy. I've Hard never candy. seen it. I refuse to watch that yeah, movie. Yeah, somebody described it to me like that. I thought they were completely different, but that was just me. Have you all seen Hard Candy? No, okay. Anyway, Did you like Hard Candy? You saw it. I saw it. Um, I mean, I saw it, like, right when it came out on DVD. So yeah. I don't – all I remember is that I was disturbed. But, I mean, Audition, like, blew it out of the water. Yeah. I think I think it was around the time I even saw Audition. So, but, like, what what other what ones do you like? I mean, like um, – I usually follow the original One Miss Call series from Japan because uh, uh. the one over in America just absolutely sucked balls. Well, I thought there's only Ooh. one. That's usually true. That, yeah. Well, well stuff, it's like yeah, I know. It was the one with like where like it was a poster where the girl had like her uh no her, her eyes, eyes had mouths yeah yeah okay really no that was, a poster, that was the American poster. version okay. okay um I usually follow one Miss Call I followed uh the Grudge uh I am absolutely in love with the original Ring because during that time that stare really just gives you the heebie-jeebies <laughs> oh nice see I haven't seen those yet yeah I- so I would really suggest watching the original of the American adaptations of the horror movies but if anything the only recent good american horror movie that i saw is um it's the one with the new york cop and like um i Seven. think it was 
No, um, what's my favorite? No, it's, it's not fucking twenty two like years ago, and it wouldn't even take place in New York. They had a cop. I don't know. It Chicago, was, right? It had was, two cops, and I hardly hear me in it as the third cop. Anyway, sorry. It was um, what's it called? Like it's a good movie though. I can't. I, I'm forgetting the name, but I think it's like See No Evil or Hear No Evil. Um, Morgan Freeman. Oh, those are both movies. Okay. Um. It's, and, just, and, then, and there's also See No Evil, Hear No Evil with... Um, okay, yeah, it, it was a comedy with Gene, Gene Wilder and... Uh, oh, no. Richard Pryor. Oh, <laughs> it's not like the third of oh, their yeah, three collaborations. Scene. So sorry. But, sorry. But yeah. that wasn't it. I'll just give the synopsis. So this New York cop, right, he discovers like there's this like ongoing case of like exorcism or like, you know... Who stars uh, in it? I don't remember the actor. It's like uh. some B-list or something like that. Okay. But either way, to sum it up in one short sentence, there's this um, possession possession uh, 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 spell that becomes a little bit contagious of whoever sees this little insignia. And um, I don't remember like I was thinking name. it dragged me to hell at first, but it's definitely not that one. No, it's not. I hate that movie. It's not. All I know is that it's a New York cop, and he was, like, he was, just, he was just starting out his job, too. So. God, this sounds familiar. Like, like it really is sounding familiar. Like, like Shit. if like the possession is contagious to people who looks at the symbol, and then they all become possessed as well. Okay, it wasn't Exorcism of Emily Rose, no, which not. I don't think is a horror film. I think that's more of a. It's, uh, it's a good movie, but it's, I, it I think has it's more horror a, I think it's elements. A, I think it's a court. I think it's a. It has uh, horror elements. drama for sure. Yeah, well, if anything, it's supposed to be ba- well. It's supposed oh, to be totally. based off a real event. There obviously. are like what, like ten scenes no. where it actually has to do. it's based off a real event. I am gonna look this up. No, there's only like ten scenes, and the rest of it is them in court. Did anybody? Ron see? Wilkinson's in court talking, being talked to lawyers. I got it. It's Deliver Us from Evil. Oh, oh. I've never seen it, but I've heard it. That came out like yeah. 2008, 2011, apparently. Really? Yeah. Oh no, fourteen. Give me a mic. What? <laughs> what am I thinking about? Okay, 14. I'll, I'll Sorry. chat. All right. Is All right. this a drink? Yeah, no, well, fuck you. It's not. It's not. It's me doing. It. It's not you. No, The Exorcism of Emily Rose is absolutely a horror movie, and you can't say that the dearth of scenes directly related to supernatural events claims that it makes it a a non horror movie. No, the main focus of the film though is the actual just courtroom. All it is is just showing the case, which a lot of courtrooms. Okay, just because there's so. A, so you're saying it's a courtroom drama? Well, okay, so it's Law and Order the movie. To Kill a Mockingbird is not like this. Is not like this. This chilling tale about this. About this. About you know a death or whatever. No, it's it's, it's a coming of age movie of Scout. It's, I'm forgetting uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, Eric, uh, just one question: How would you describe the first season of True Detective? That's actually an interesting thing to talk about. Yeah, I, um, I would love to talk about it on the next episode. I think it's <laughs> worth mentioning for this topic. I still haven't seen. Mm-hmm. True uh, yet, okay, so. that, that's that's a much deeper thing. You should watch the first season, not the second season. Um, it's it's good. It's just not I've as good it. as the first. Anyway, I'll watch no, it. the Exorcism of Emily Rose. If you say that that's not a horror movie, then neither is The Omen. Why? Oh yeah, The Omen is definitely. It has the it has almost the exact same amount of oh, supernatural stuff. Or the remake. No, the, the remake the was pretty better, much was just but, about... Okay, there's a difference between build-up, because then you can say the same thing about Paranormal Activity, because there's only, like, so many occurrences. Do you not, not think Paranormal Activity people. is a horror movie? It is a horror movie. What I'm saying is you're making it seem like, as opposed to a movie being about, oh, these two wacky... Oh, these this couple is trying to get along with their house, as opposed to them basically being fucking tormented. I mean, there's two ways to... I mean, but the thing is, it is a horror film. Okay, so so why, why is The Exorcism of Emily Rose not a horror movie? Because it doesn't focus on it. It focuses on the actual case and whether he is guilty or not. And it focuses on... There are so many scenes no, between him no, and the lawyer. While, nobody else while that me? happens, 
besides I think that that actually falls to nuance within the film. Because when you're watching it, you don't give a shit that at the end of it, <laughs> he gets convicted guilty and then they give him time I served. I feel a spot That's brewing. We're, we're back on science fiction versus science fantasy. Yeah. Pretty much the same argument. But no, no, you can't yeah. tell me that the scene where Emily is in her dorm room and she's contorted into that weird, weird shape that's and she's a making shot, that. That's though. I mean, that's not like a whole did, did that not freak you out? It did freak me you out. You mean when her boyfriend but, like, did, wait, wait. Um, did watching Dead. them peel her fingernails out of the wallpaper um, as not... when they investigated her bedroom not freak you out? Okay, or the, I've or... also seen some fucked up things on Family Guy that really that kind of creeped me yeah, out. Yeah, but those are supposed to be funny. They're not supposed to be freaky. They're supposed to be hilarious. What, what is. You haven't said what you think Exorcism of Emily Rose is. I said it's a courtroom drama. We both, and that's what Tim said. It has, I said it has elements of. You both. agreed with me, did he not? Point is that so. Yes. So you're saying that in the in the famous courtroom dramas, you're gonna list Exorcism of Emily Rose, The General's Daughter, um, Few Good Men. Oh my God, I forgot a about Few Good Men. Those are the same fucking thing. Yeah. Jag. <laughs> oh God. Not a movie. Jag. Okay, let's go on to the but podcast. The I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna throw out real quick though. In addition, um, just a couple things that I really like: uh, Crimson Peak that came out recently. A lot of people have mixed feelings about this. Yeah, it's not I a horror love, film. Love Guillermo del Toro. I think it has a lot of horror elements. It's not like scary, but I don't think all horror films have to have a lot of scares. Yeah. Well, like it they, has all the graphic elements that, of horror, and to me, it's really it's a Victorian romance with ghosts in it. Well, like, it's it's, isn't that thing. why like psychological horror exists as well? Yeah. I mean, it's not. There's nothing very supernatural. Well, then, Okay, okay, but then the in that, okay. that this could actually happen in real life. Yeah, but then there's the question your, where does it be, when does it yeah. stop becoming horror and then where does it become psychological thriller? Okay, now look so, look at Silence of the Lambs. A lot of people say Silence of the Lambs could be considered horror, but that's not no, really that's like, psychological it's a thriller. thriller. Yeah. But like this has ghosts no, and stuff. No, no, Silence of the Lambs is absolutely a horror. You know, I'm with Eric on this. I'm changing sides. If it has horror elements, it may not be a straight up horror, but you know, I would argue that Silence of the Lambs is a film nor horror because it has elements of film nor, it has elements nor? of horror. And a thriller nor. as well. Absolutely. But, you know, when you. <laughs> f- the line between thriller and horror <laughs> is very thin. A lot of times, a lot of movies. Paper thin. That could be considered thrillers are also considered okay. horrors. Okay. What do you think is a horror film then? Um. Generally, I can't say too much about this because the only horror films that I watch are like supernatural. Okay. But like when it comes to thrillers, I think like the very definition of a thriller is that it's supposed to get you excited. And I don't know anybody that would watch a horror or like, you know, a movie that has, you know, horror elements or like supernatural, psychological horror and like things like that. They would actually get excited. Well, you've met your first one right over here because... I I remember the first time I ever really truly enjoyed a horror movie, and thought it like 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 raised my blood pressure like yeah it's fucking awesome, and it was it was Saw three. <laughs> well, okay. let me let me explain to you why. So this was my junior year homecoming. We had just lost our football game, bad. Like it, we it was a close game, and then we lost in the very end. And I was sad. I was depressed. I was super disappointed. My girlfriend at the time dragged me to Saw 3, and I fucking hated horror movies. I wanted nothing to do with horror movies. I didn't like watching them. I didn't like watching them in my house. They scared the crap out of me. And I watched Saw 3 with my girlfriend at the time. And let me tell you, it made me feel 
real good because I was like, you know, I thought I was having a bad night. These motherfuckers, they're the oh ones God. really having a bad time. It really time. puts your life into perspective, <laughs> yeah. you know? It did. <laughs> okay, I would okay. say even, like, you look at thrillers are, like, almost more of, like, a detective. You're trying to figure something out. There's an element of suspense, but also, like, mystery. Versus horror doesn't necessarily need that element of mystery versus I think a thriller does. Like, to me, that would be the, the genre district. Dist- yeah, that's and, an and, excellent and, point. And, I'm on board with that. Thank and you. just to justify, I don't really consider the Saw, the Saw series to be ever be a part of a horror genre. It's more of more, much more of, like, a gore. Gore. Yeah, you get almost but into, like, gore is a film. subsidiary of... Yeah. Slasher, gore, those are all They're subsidiaries kind of, yeah, of horror. Yeah, get it underneath. Unfortunately. So, anyway... But uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so okay, we're so sorry. Eric. We talk about this a lot. Um, so let's put subject real quick. So some uh, some big news actually that happened today on Wednesday um, came out that we have new. We now have a new Iron Man, or I guess Iron Woman. Yeah. Well, okay. The story is essentially that Tony Stark is kind of stepping down from the role of Iron Man following the Civil War two series, which is, is Civil War two already over. It's pretty much concluded. Yeah. What? That was like the quickest. Yeah, it's only it's been, been over like, for a little while. Yeah, it was no. only like six episodes. Well, that, no, that's the same thing with the original Civil War. Yeah, it was only true, six but issues. But the original wasn't that great. But then it was, it was also told from not, there was the normal perspective, uh, the main perspective, and then it also had a bunch of it was like oh, a yeah, Marvel yeah, yeah, yeah. event. Yeah. So it wasn't just yeah. told there from. There are still Civil War books that are still going on though. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, there's off, still so. yeah, there's still some tie-ins, but you know, it's just art- so weird. Like, why would like, Iron Man, the most proud person, like, okay. I, I, I appreciate everything about Marvel. Obviously, it's not a, um, you know, it's it's nothing new. I'm not a big Marvel fan. Uh, I, I love the movies, but the comics, meh. Um, you know, I understand the whole Thor thing. That's, that's fine. Like, it makes sense, and it's kind of well, cool. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's an honor, and you're, it's a, you know. Yeah, you're pushing the cart before we got the horse even there, dude. So, yeah, go ahead. So, we have to go on that. See, okay, we have Tony Stark stepping down, and in his place, he is allowing a 15-year-old African-American uh, girl by the name of Riri, Riri Williams to take on the role of uh, Iron Man. Well, I guess she would be Iron Woman or something at this point. Okay, so okay, can, anyway. I, can I interject for a second here? So Deliver Us From Evil, which Kevin brought up earlier, was written and directed by the guy who wrote The Exorcism of Emily Rose, Scott Derrickson, who is also writing Strange. and directing and Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. So that's really interesting how we were all talking well, about. Well, he didn't really write Doctor Strange. It was Robert C. Cargill mostly, but yeah, but in Marvel, in the way Marvel does movies, the directors have a major say in how the script is written. So does Kevin Feige, but well, Feige, same Feige. shit, Feige. different day. Foogie, Fergie. Anyways, sorry. Please continue. Okay, so, so just coming back up to speed. Tony Stark is stepping down. Riri Williams is now Iron Man, Iron Girl, whatever you want to call her. She's fifteen. Iron. She's she's fifteen. She's an African American girl, and so Female. we have another situation in Marvel apparently where we have a major, iconic superhero, that is being stepped down from the traditional person that they once were, and they're putting it into somebody else. Now you have the example of Kamala Harris, in which she became the new uh, Ms. Marvel, for instance. So, you know, we have uh, her doing that. Another one, more recently, we had was uh, Jane Foster becoming Thor. And you want to go for the classic example, Miles Morales becoming uh, uh, Spider-Man in the Ultimates universe. 
So we have yet another situation in which, again, I mean, we might as well say we have like someone other than our preconceived notion of who we would think of as Iron Man becoming the new superhero. Okay. So has she been in the comics before? Uh, to be honest, uh, this is the first time I've heard about her. So if she's been in comics before, I, this would be the first time. Okay. I've so heard here's about our rant. I think we've had this on here several times. Okay, we had it, it a lot. Totally awesome to add a new minority or female or anything. And you see, and I'm just going to awesome to have a new character that represents something that we that is fresh and new. And but I'm still going to have to disagree with you about that. But why, no, but like, but why? Why do they have to be a character that already exists? Why can't we just have like, like Squirrel Girl was awesome. I was so. So happy to have Squirrel Girl. She's kind of a breath of fresh air, and honestly, was one thing that was actually gonna was going to get me to go back to reading Marvel comics again. <laughs> However, I still haven't had time to, nor have I visited a comic book stop, shop in so long. But and you know how I feel about Squirrel Girl, dude. <laughs> and I think I think you're wrong. I think Squirrel Girl is, an, is a great addition to the comic to the comic book. I mean, I want She's new characters, terrible. new stories. But she's horrible. Why? Hey, you know what, Tyler? It's been at least two weeks. It's been two weeks since you visited a comic book store. I can't even tell you the last time I visited a comic book. I think the last time I went to a comic book store is because weeks. you were freaking out over some random girl. Sorry, Haley. And I had to drag you into a comic book store to get your mind off of this bitch. I can't remember that. But yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> that was a long time ago. No, I'm talking about him. No, you were in a comic book store too. I, I was two weeks ago. Unless you lied to me. I go to a comic book store multiple times a week. Cool story, so, Hansel. Um, <laughs> you didn't, unless you lied to me about going to comic book hideout. Yeah, comic no, book I said I never. No, that was like three. Well, not just that, but you were at pop all. The, we were we were at pop all those weeks uh, ago. Okay, let's go. Back. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> no, we, I, we were we went there, but her friend was in South Korea. Anyways, I actually work there now, sort of. Yeah, she does. Media for them. Yeah, she does. Um, go to comic book hideout if you live in Orange left. County. It's the best. So you went to a comic book store. Cool um, story, Hansel. This is, yeah, anyways, back on track. Yeah, um, back on track, people. Come on. A couple of things that I think are interesting. One, I'm a huge Wolverine fan, and I am in a time of Maddie, he's weird not coming back. Right you now. have he's to accept Jeff? it. He's Jeff? not coming back. Don't make me pop a clock. Wait, he's still gone? He's still in that He's still technically dead, thing? although we also have Old Man Logan, so, like, it's a confusing time. But well, anyway, We also have his daughter, so. Well... Just give X twenty three her time. My issue with it is just that she's taking up the whole Wolverine mantle, which like I kind of wish that it was just an X twenty three. It was no thing. different than when Dick Grayson became Batman for a while. Yeah, that was bullshit. But for and a you, while, oh, I think like, we all know how I feel about fucking that. Dick Grayson should never, <laughs> ever, 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 ever be Batman. Yeah, yeah you're right. It should have been Jason Todd. Jason Todd would have been the ultimate successor to Batman in well, my opinion. I, I, he's, I, not, he's not Jason Batman Jason Todd got his shit. Yes, he is. Right. Honestly, he's Damien. I wanted Damien to be Batman. I wanted Damien to finally actually He becomes Batman he, in the I, future. I just wanted Batman and that. Robin to finally get it on. Like, we all know that they really wanted to. But anyways, I really kind of agree with the fact that, like, I wish that these female <laughs> characters down, were Kevin. being recognized yeah. for being their yeah. own characters. But that's just Rather the thing. Rather than just taking well, I mean, the mantle of these other male characters, yeah, exactly. why not Burt Ward, Adam West. Them? I mean, like, we all know. We all know. That, that also begs the question I started up in the group, ch the Facebook group chat. I don't know if you all were able to see it, but the, but the, it's like it's like all these big big shot companies really that worried of starting up a new new superhero yeah. rather than they are you, worried. Yeah. So so it's just it just begs the question. They're just so reliant onto already known characters just for them to produce positive revenue. That's but, the thing. I think they're worried. See, 
they could have easily had this African-American character, Riri Williams, become a new superhero. But the fact of the matter is, is that Marvel is something that only pushes out guaranteed winners. Something that guaranteed is going to sell. Sellouts. It's a guarantee. They're not going to put her being her own individual superhero in something and suffer a risk. I do want to They're make going it. to say instead, you know what? We might as well just make sure we have a good thing. And I can honestly say that this was a behind-the-scenes uh, board meeting that, you know what? We're going to have her, instead of trying to do her own thing, we're going to have her become one of the big shots. Let's make her Iron Man. Let's make her the new Iron Man. Yeah, that's good. Because, you know, we did the same thing with Jane Foster. She's now Th Thor. I actually we don't mind Jane Foster being Thor. Well, that's a really interesting story, too. Like, I think the well, story I don't mind. so strong. If anybody's going yeah. to be, if anybody is going to basically be able to hold the mantle of Thor... It should be the one that he loves and the one that he cares for, the one that he trusts. Yeah, but you see, that's where I disagree. Million. That's where I disagree. That it should have just gone to one of the others that had been named. But, you know, that's something else entirely. Anyway, I do want to I want to make a shout out. Today is Burt Ward's birthday. He's 71. So happy Woo! birthday, Burt Ward. And it's, all, uh, and it's also Sylvester Stallone's birthday, too. He's 70 today. Uh, who gives a shit? Hey. Oh, my God. Burt Ward and him are one year apart. That's disgusting. <laughs> They're one anyway. year apart, yes. Um, but also on that subject, you kind of also have this, like, whole ageism thing. Like, not to say it's prejudice at all, but just you have, you what know, you there's this new group of really young Marvel characters that are kind of breaking off from the Avengers, breaking off from the known groups and creating, I think they're called the champions. Oh, yeah. Um, and so that's something that's kind of interesting, too, that, like, I think they're trying to hit younger fans and get yeah. more people into comics. So it's an interesting thing that's kind of going on, and it'll be, it's it'll be cool it, to see how that maybe affects the films It's, in the a, it's essentially the young new, justice effect well, is I, I what it, it is. I think it's a little waves. bit too early on how it affects the films. But, yes, I do agree with you that they're trying to target into a brand-new demographic, you know, I, I consider all of us, you know, old timers right now. So, <laughs> so I, it's right nerds. now time to move on to the new age of like comics or even like manga or anim, anime and such. It's so funny will, you mentioned that. I'm Devin. not gonna lie, I do want to see a, a new comic book series now. It's kind of like Deadpool kills Marvel. I want to <laughs> see Doctor Doom becomes everybody and just like have like each ep, like each thing who he basically he just like steals Thor's hammer. He like steals Captain's uh, Captain Shield. He basically just becomes everybody because he's already God in the comics. From Essentially, in a way, he did that at one time because he did possess the Infinity Gauntlet. I know, but I'm just saying. Like, I just think it'll be where he was like yeah. God like, Doom. But like just, that was just basically like a, that. Just like a, like a funny series though with yeah. Doctor Doom. Like like the most serious character in Marvel have him as basically just be like I just want to be everybody else. Just just yeah. see Doctor Doom in Iron Man suit. It'd just be hilarious um, to me. And my, but that's it. My last throw out on this yeah. this too. I just thought was kind of funny. This what? is actually kind of how I found out about it. Was on Twitter. I saw a tweet that had it has the picture of Riri on it, and she's oh, wearing yeah. this like crop top. And somebody wrote over it. When will it end? Yeah, and then the the caption was crop tops and comics. Wow, how shocking and different! And it's just like every time we get a new female character or even like a redesign of female characters, they're yeah. always wearing some kind of. And this, she's wearing like a they're basically always a showing jogging their belly outfit. Button, those scarlets. Well, it's just like she's wearing like a jogging outfit. That's cool. She's like pretty well dressed as far as comic book characters yeah. go. But still, like, why can't people just cover themselves? Like, why does every female character have to be sexualized? in some way. Like, it's just very frustrating. Yeah, Although stupid. Harley Quinn has pants now. But why can't so, we like, have... we're moving forward. But why can't we have the kid from Iron Man 3? Yeah, but if you think about it for Tell a time, sure. also, Pepper Potts was Iron Man for a while, too, because she donned the suit, so... Which is, she's that. awesome. And, like, and she was great. the Iron Man outfit. Like, why is she got to She was in the Iron Man outfit, and yeah, yeah, you got something right here. <laughs> I don't but anyways, know. I just ongoing. think it's, it's... I just... As the single lady on this... On this... Today's podcast, yeah. I have to... <laughs> I just don't understand why we the just can't... single lady... The only lady. Oh, uh, I was about to say, you know, hey, geeks out there. 
please <laughs> email the Grand Geek Gathering Maine at gmail.com. Callers are waiting. <laughs> Stand by. Um, Make sure to include a picture of your face. Enough, Eric. She is that shallow, ladies face. and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, I'm scared. Uh, Eric also, is the pecs. Lady she she is, she, you need, she needs to see the pecs before she's interested. The That's not Fuck. true. <laughs> no, oh, it's the abs. It's the abs. Yeah, it's the abs, I right? I mean, if you have abs, though, it's not. I'm not going <laughs> to. Also, <laughs> if you are half dragon, you are in are with Maddie. Okay. <laughs> if okay, you are half um, dragon. <laughs> Anybody have anything else to talk about about this? Didn't, I you said we were going to get to Tusk, and we didn't get to Tusk. We are going to. We still have 10 minutes left. Okay. What about All right. the Let's... CW? Okay, okay you know what? Okay, so I do, want, I do want to make a mention of this because I think it's really it's interesting. And, and It is important, especially now with Netflix. Uh, Netflix and CW now have a, um, and Warner Brothers, have a deal. Whenever a new series on the CW, especially when it's DC, uh, when, it, when the season finale ends... There, the next or uh, after eight days, it will be on Netflix. When is this gonna start? Do you know? It starts next season. Awesome, because like I haven't seen Supergirl yet, so yeah. That's um, for me. Well, Supergirl will be on in like probably a month now. Uh, whenever the DVD sales is usually when it comes up on on Netflix, but now it's gonna over jump that. Yeah, oh. it's usually with a DVD release or now, Blu-ray release, I guess. Now, now purchasing DVD iTunes comes and earlier though, because once be again, collector's thing. Yeah. Once again, Ash vs Evil Dead came out on iTunes back in like February. Still hasn't come out on DVD, though. So if you want to come watch it, it's at my place. <laughs> where you can watch Ash vs. Evil Dead, Bruce Campbell, I'm ladies totally down, and bitches. Um, What's up? I'm totally down. Anyway, um, so... Anytime. Let me know. So they already had a contract, but I think it's actually kind of interesting as to why just not put them... I guess because they need CW anyway, because Warner Brothers has a partnership with it. But I think television's dying still. I just think it's a dying thing. I really do. And I don't know it, why they just don't... Like, why doesn't CW just start having things on Netflix and just, like, co-crediting There is something to Netflix. watching it live, to watching it with other people, mm. to having that experience of a live and, show. And the, also, mar- Netflix is much more of a marathon yeah. thing going Binging on. Watch, yeah. So Yeah, but the thing the, is, like, the, no. Daredevil. I mean, I would rather watch, like, if CW finally were like, you know what? We can finally do shit that we can't do on TV. We can finally make the shows we actually really want to make. Daredevil is a poor example because the last four episodes are just Daredevil and ninja fights for (laughs) like four hours. It's fucking awful. But no, here's the thing is TV is as popular as it's ever been. Maybe even more popular. The difference is there's more avenues to watch television. That's true. So it's not as popular live nowadays as it used to be. And a lot of their money comes from ad revenue. So if they want to survive, they need to start thinking of new ways to come up with ad revenue, which they're working on. They have yeah. pop-ups di- during your show. <laughs> well, yeah, and then they have the different, uh, like, ABC has their own online web. You can web. watch it the next day online exactly. with ads, which is great, because a lot of people, it, it's just about that customizable aspect, where, like, I want to come home watch- from work and eat dinner and watch a TV show. Yeah, exactly. And I don't need cable, but I'm happy to watch your ads on your so, website. S- to say it's a dying breed, yeah. I think, is inaccurate. I don't think it, it's it, a dying it, breed. Developing. Watching it live, yes, is dying. No, n- Who here watches TV live? Nobody. Sometimes. What do you watch live? Maddie, what do you watch Walking live? Walking Dead, I go over to my friend's house. I don't even like Walking Dead that much anymore. News? It's getting better again. News? But like every Sunday, I go over to my friend's house, we watch it live. And it's fun because it brings us together. It's a weekly thing. Like I think there's really something to that. But alternatively, I watch a lot of things on Netflix and on, on demand the, like that. I haven't had only cable thing, in 11 years. The only thing I watch. really expensive. And I think that's also the problem. I haven't had even basic channels in 11 years. The only yeah. thing I watch day of is Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yes. And I have HBO now. Which I'm more than willing to spend the fifteen dollars a month for it year round because Thank you, Dad. it I get is it for free. 
worth it. But at the same time, you know, I'm not watching it live. I'm watching it when I get home. There's some days I get from work. I get off work on Sundays at 6.30. I get home at 7. I watch Game of Thrones at 7 p.m. The other days I don't get home until like 10.30 on Sundays. Yeah. That's when I watch Game well, of Thrones. I think it's all about not only the, the demand and when you want it, but also there are those people that go home and like want to watch it at the moment it comes out. And to me, sure. it's almost, I was using the analogy for comic books that you got, you've got trades which come out you know, significantly later than the book originally comes out um, in each issue. But it's kind of like watching a TV show live when you're getting the issues every week as they come out versus waiting Absolutely. for it to go on Netflix after the season's over Absolutely. and just binge-watching it like you would with the trade. Yeah. I mean, okay, wait, so do you guys find it's kind of weird that this is the first network to make a deal like this where it's eight days after that is the Oh, my God. That is not the first network to do that. They've been doing that for ages. No. FX did that with Justified. I <laughs> fucking hated it because Justified is one of the greatest. On Netflix? No, not on Netflix. Oh, so it's eight days later on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's different. That's a change. So FX would put their shows on Hulu eight da- nine days after they aired, but they came with the uh, internet commercials, and I fucking hated it. Yeah. I would go to the illegal streaming sites and watch Justified because that show was so important to me. I had to watch it. As soon as I can. Oh, yeah. Such, still a great show. I'm rewatching it right now. Well, and Might be my pick of the week. And, and, and that's <laughs> the thing with like with me and um, you know with Hulu. I don't like Hulu because sometimes it's just sometimes you'll get like 15 second advertisements. Sometimes you'll get a fucking minute and a half well, long. Okay. Ones. So this was shit. a movie I wanted to bring up earlier when Kevin was talking. Remember when we watched Shutter? It's also a Thai Did movie. Yeah, a Thai movie. Yeah, Thai we movie. watched it on Hulu. I remember because we were watching it with. Uh, um, shit, uh, we were watching it with Tiger Man, and he was just shitting oh, on the movie oh, the entire time. Okay. While we were super into it, which, Shudder, the Thai version, not the Joshua Jackson awful American version. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That was like three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> Shudder, to me, is one of the greatest horror films ever made. I stopped halfway because I was too scared. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I watched... Holy <laughs> fuck, I need to add this to my list. I watched... No, but we've seen Shudder. I know, but I need to rewatch it. Yeah, I don't remember so, it that much. But, so, I, the first time I watched Shudder, I was with my friend Morel, and Morel and I, what, we were in college, we would watch horror movies every night, we were super into them, we thought they were funny, and we watched Shudder. <laughs> and we were freaked out, and we, we were, were very each other, scared. Each other close. We were like, "Holy fuck, this is a crazy ass movie." Looking in each other's eyes. Then, I think just like Asian <laughs> horror movies in general takes, yeah. takes takes up the fear yeah. to a whole reason. new level. Yeah, into like, a whole new level. So, but I mean, so, like, like honestly, like, uh, okay, one thing that Asian. But no, no, no let me just finish my point. Let me just finish my point. So when I watched it with Tyler. I was quiet. We, we were watching. You were quiet. He was really good about watching this movie. But we were watching it on Hulu for free. So every 10 minutes, there was an ad oh, break. No. Yeah. And no one had any interest in this movie. And, and I didn't even think it was that no, scary. No, and, and, and I thought this movie's terrifying. They were in the worst fucking spots ever. Oh, yeah. Every time. Right in like, the middle of, like, the scariest scene in the movie. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> No, like, one of them was, so, like, in the middle of, of a line of a dialogue. Yeah. It was the worst fucking thing Yeah, it was a really bad edit. But I, I can only imagine. If you can find uh, Shudder on Redbox, or, you know, probably just type in uh, Shudder 2008 and uh, online. I've been doing that for a lot of movies lately. Yeah. And a lot of... <laughs> you'll probably find it. it. It is that good. It is worth a fucking watch. If you well, like horror movies, you gotta see it. One thing I've noticed, um, also a really big thing in Audition... Um, 
Asian directors are really, really good on making you feel claustrophobic, especially during those thriller uh, horror films. Like, they're really, really good. Um, I think the only thing, and I don't, I don't even think it was an American director, but uh, The Descent, mm-hmm. that movie made me feel so claustrophobic, and it was kind of a breath of fresh air, and that's, like, the only thing that I could see that's I've ever really felt like that. But also, but also that was a kind of, like, a, a physical thing with Descent because it was kind of... Well, well, for me, for me, the only thing that's terrifying for me when it comes to Asian horror movies is where the camera stays still, and then when they, whenever the camera oh, stays the continuous still, shot, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so you you get this feeling that something's about to happen. You just don't know where or when it will happen and how fast. Yeah, oh, you kind of see. Oh, you kind of saw that in uh, Exorcist Three. That you always talk about Exorcist Three. I, I'm going to rewatch it because it is great. Movie. I wish you really would get but back to watching it. Dude. I will watch it. It's just like I just don't remember it being that phenomenal. And that was Eric opening up a beer to so drink. Um, Not on doesn't matter. Two drink Not again. The sweet sound of magic. Um, okay. Anyway, so let's go to our last uh, subject for just for a little bit, I guess. Um, so let's talk about Demented Movies. Why don't you... So Tim has watched Tusk, and he wants to talk about Tusk. I, no, I don't really want to talk about it. You, We just we got into a conversation before the podcast, and it's like, fuck it, Tyler. Let's save it for the podcast. Yeah, that's true. I mean, so, I... No, let me... So okay. I'd never seen the movie before Sunday. I believe it was... Yeah, I'd never seen the movie before Sunday. I'm a huge fan of Kevin Smith. I've seen a lot of his movies, and I was like, fuck it. Let's watch this movie. Because I'd never seen it, and I was on Amazon Prime. And so I turned it on, and it's a really... And I, I read some reviews about it before, and one of the... Sorry, one of the critics specifically said that, you know, this was the first movie he'd seen in 15 years that he had to turn away and not look at the screen because he just needed a three-second respite from the gore and the horror that was going on. I was like... This is going to be a fucked up movie. I was kind of worried to watch it, but all the moments that were like horror and supposed to be scary, I found myself laughing at, to be perfectly honest. I thought it was a funny ass movie. It's a dark fucking demented it's, comedy. It's very dark, but it, it's supposed to be funny. Well, because It's, it's so, not funny for everyone who watches it, though. It's funny because it's so goddamn ridiculous. and It's, it, also, it's absurd. You, well, okay, okay. Like, okay, my only problem with the movie is like the final scene. Oh yeah, at the pool. It's so yeah. dumb. It's funny, but it it doesn't make any sense. There's no real build up to that moment. But that's what Kevin Smith and I, honestly the Cohen brothers have been doing lately too. No, not the oh, bullshit. The Are Coen you brothers. kidding me? Where it's like it's name all one example. Up and then, uh, burn after reading. Okay, what well, what was the build up to? What was the payoff? What was the payoff? Yeah, what's the, the payoff? payoff? Was basically like everything was about to be fixed, and then it cuts to J.K. Simmons is uh, J.K. Simmons is um like office and then they're just talking about what happened um like we're ba- and then also a little bit about true grit remember it started getting really suspenseful and then it just cuts to the uh do her at the beginning of the movie at the grave it, okay. it's exactly what happened okay. in both those movies but those weren't their most recent films so you can't really no, say that's what they've been doing lately i don't know i fine so what they have done in the past i disagree wholeheartedly but that's not the point i'm trying to make so there's kind of a turn for the main character at the end of the film where it's like, okay, so he's gone through this trial and now he is this thing that I don't <laughs> want to spoil. Which well, I, I spilled mean, my beard. Everybody knows it's a just walrus. Rain. Yeah, so thank you, Eric. Um, so, yeah. 
So, but the main character has made this turn, but I don't feel like they built up towards it because I guess some of the moments in the movie are so fucked up that he didn't even want to see some of the, he didn't want to show some. Anyways, when the character, so the movie's called Tusk. It's literally about the main character being turned into a walrus. I don't think anyone that's going to be news to anyone, but like like the, the reveal of the the walrus outfit, the walrus outfit. I was cracking up with laughter. I was like almost crying because I thought it was so funny. And I, I saw it in the theater, everybody was cracking up. Really? Because I've read a lot of reviews where people thought it was really dark and disturbing. No, I the movie theater, I remember. I was actually, I was watching it. Where the fuck? I watched it in LA because I was out there for something. I think it was at the, uh, shit, forgot what it's called. But the same place I watched uh, VHS1 at, um, anyway, so. Have y'all heard of Tusk with Justin Long, nope, Michael no. Parks? It's Kevin nope. Smith's uh, second, um, I guess, straightforward movie, like like Red State. Um, anyways, so so uh, okay, so Tusk you is can't a- compare Red State to Tusk because no, 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 no. But I'm Red is State like- is a very frustrating film. Tusk is a very simple film that I actually very much enjoyed. I wasn't comparing. I was just comparing the fact that they were more serious. I said that they were. Oh yeah, no. Red State is a much more serious film. So, and even Kevin Smith said that is when making Tusk, well, he yeah. wanted to make a simpler, more interesting horror yeah. film. Well, it's going to be part of a trilogy with Kevin Smith, and Kevin Smith obviously did. You know, Jay and Silent Bob, uh, Mall Rats, all that stuff. Um, Dogma. Um, and Dogma is a great. Movie. Oh, I love it! I can't wait to have my Kevin Smith. <sighs> if you haven't seen Dogma yet. <laughs> to yourself a um, so I so, would so, so Tusk oh, is basically right, it's, it's the first of a trilogy it's called the Great White North the Great White North trilogy so it starts with that and then it starts with the next one and now I'm freaking with the, with, with the Bratsy Yoga Hosers Yoga Hosers and it's gonna be Knuckle Moose Jaws Moose Jaws which is literally Jaws, Jaws with a Moose, moose. Um, it's going to star <laughs> the guy from uh, Epic Meal Time oh yeah that's awesome Anyways, I'm actually really excited for Yoga Hosers, even though it's getting the worst reviews of all time. Yeah, um, I, you know. <sighs> but uh, anyway, so Tusk is basically, yeah, it has Justin Long, Haley Joel Osment, uh, I mean, in a supporting role. Genesis Rodriguez is hot as fuck. And, uh, and Michael Parks in it. And Justin Long gets turned into a walrus. And it is, for me, I thought it was funny because I can tell how much fun everybody was having making that film. And that's what it is. It's like, the, it the, really does transfer how much. Like, you're just like... The walrus suit is like a classic 70s body horror suit that you used to see where it was completely made up and this like costume that they threw on and it looks real, but it doesn't. It, it's, it, it's, a, it's fun. It, it looks stupid, but that's part of the joke. Yeah. And that's the thing is, but the thing is, it's also still demented. And I think it's what it is. is like. I go in, I'm like, this looks really stupid, but I'm also horrified, so I think I'm also laughing because I am kind of horrified by it, too. You know what? Arl Stein, the author of Goosebumps, yeah. has been uh, quoted as saying he finds jump scares in movies funny. So They're, when fun- he- they're funny because it's like they have a reaction where you're like, ha-ha. Like- but no, he's like, people get scared in these moments, and I just think they're funny. I, I don't know what it is. I can... He's like, I can write the horror move moments, but watching them, I'm, I just laugh. And See, I, don't I find did them that with the first Saw movies because that's all the first three. I mean, did y'all not laugh? Like, you're like, oh my God, I was like, I think I was it's mostly like, just upset. Well, as like a defense mechanism, though, you know? Go. Like, when the, the I, I just laughed the entire time during them. <laughs> the pig freaked me out. It, though, it, was I will com- say. it was comedy for me the whole the, time. The like closet pig. Well, I that was the part I was not okay with. No, that was hilarious. 
pigs are not. You mean a tub? The was tub it? pig. I, I just yeah. know there's no, the no, pig, the, the part like, where he was in a he's dumping the pig and then it's getting sod and then it's turning into pig ma- guts and he's drowning in pig guts. There's like a pig mask was, that comes she out the, she was of in the, the darkness. She was in the tub and then no. it goes into the. In the first I don't know, movie. but it was not cool. I just that's all I remember. It probably did not help that I was actually humming yakety sax during that. I mean, have you laughed in the movie because like when you like. Like, I've done that before. Where, I like, like old slashers. Where, where, where I like freak out where there's like a jump scare. I would like sometimes I'll just fucking laugh because it's a, a defense mechanism for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Haley has seen it before. For me, that would be Maleficent. When I saw that crow horse, I just I just laughed out loud that movie in the just theater. Looked like shit. So that's just I mean, wait, you saw Maleficent? Like, did you like it? No. Oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> like like all 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 the what's it what's her name? Maleficent did is that she was being. You know, passive aggressive in in a in a loving relationship with her. Yeah. This whatever her. Anyway. Whatever Sleeping Beauty was. Yeah. Okay, so I guess do you have anything else to say about it? I thought it was funny. <laughs> I suggest everybody to go see Tusk. I honestly. do not suggest everybody to go see. If you like horror movies, okay. it's worth a watch. If you like Smith movies, it's worth a watch. Yeah. Oh, especially if you like his podcast. Because it's kind of making fun of a lot of, of jokes in it. Because like he's you know, making fun of himself as a podcaster, so it's a lot of meta humor. We also have like Ralph Garman in the movie again, and it's like it's it's just fun. Um, anyway, so before we go, we would like to give you our personal picks of the week: something that we are revisiting, something current, or something that's coming in the future, or whatever else we suggest you guys to do. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, I hate doing Rebirth comics because they're so hard to get your hands on, but. Either now or in the future, it'll be a trade someday, whatever. The Batman one is so good. Um, I really like animated series Batman and, like, classic Batman, and this feels very much in that vein. Nice. Um, classic is Adam West Batman? No, like... To me, that's an- classic Batman. Batman the animated series. That's, like, my, my home. But you just said classic. Batman the animated series and then classic Batman, which well, classic would well, like, be two different Batman. I don't classic mean the, be like, the TV 1980s. show. I mean, it, like, it could be, like, 1980s or it can be Silver Age or Gold Age. Because, remember, 1980s... Classic Batman is Adam West to me. I, well, okay, a lot of classic a lot Batman of, is 1939. Oh, again, bullshit. we're having you, like another genre. You have to agree discussion. with me that classic Batman for a lot of people would be would be uh, O'Neill's. Anyways. Oh come on, revamp Bob, of Joker. No, Bob Kane. No, Bob Kane. A, a lot of people do. Con- no, but I'm, I'm not saying you. But I'm saying a yeah. lot of people do compare. Oh no, no, no. yeah, yeah. I, a lot I thought of people you were compare that classic Batman no, would be yeah. 80s with O'Neill. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll buy that, yes. People Thank listen you. to yeah. people squabble. See, I thought that. you were meaning me in particular. No, like, no, 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 for I'm me, saying... For me, you, it's always going to be Bob Kane. Oh, I know but that, yeah. but you say a lot of people would say O'Neill Yeah, they'll, 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 they'll immediately think that Denny O'Neill and uh, Neil Adams. <laughs> I love era. you, Denny O'Neill. All right. Hi. Yes, we know. Um, so Tom King's Batman number one was just awesome, and, like, it's a very human, very vulnerable, very sacrificial Batman, which, like, I don't know, it's just, like, where my heart lives is Batman animated series. What? Is it still Snyder? No, it's Tom King. No, because he's, he's doing awesome. no because Snyder's oh. doing Detective Comics now. Yeah, which is That's also right. great. You're right. Also, You're right. also really awesome. Um, but this one, Batman number one, like it was just so good, and he has this great like sacrifice moment, and like I got kind of emotional. And I think the best part too was that I um I tweeted about it afterwards and was like, did anyone else get emotional reading Batman number one? And I tagged the writer in it, and he he replied, I did. <laughs> and I, like, That's died awesome. a little bit inside. I was yeah. like, yes. Which you don't expect them to actually reply to you. I was just giving him credit for writing the book. But That's amazing. It was hilarious. And I was like, 
Perfect. Um, so yeah, Tom King's hilarious. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, but it's just a really good book, and I'm really excited to see where it goes. And it's emotional, and I, I love when in one single comic you can really hit a really strong emotional point, especially a new comic like that. Um, so it's it's cool. Pick yeah. it up. Read Rebirth. It's great. Awesome. Uh, for me, uh, Jeff here. I would have to say that my particular pick of the week would have to be. Uh, it's actually an oldie from, uh, I believe it was 2001. It was a trilogy uh, written by Greg Cox called The Eugenics Wards, which puts the entire oh. perspective of Khan's birth in a new perspective and how those augments yes. really brought war along the entire world. Everybody's under the impression that the Eugenics Wars was a huge, massive overall effect of a war between the augments versus normal human beings when yeah, Greg Pop. Greg Cox puts forth the idea that this was actually a very secretive war, that they that you know these augments basically were manipulating every major uh, violent thing of the 20th century from the 1970s to the 1990s. Which also explains why Khan was so secretive and nobody really knew about him, especially when exactly. They visited but the funny him thing originally. is, is yeah. we don't even just hear about Khan; we hear about the names of other augments. For one. One is a Hungarian uh, warlord, actually, who uh, who becomes like a, a terrorist within the, the old Soviet Union. And another one, actually, and I remember his name because I liked him so much, because his name is Randall Hawkeye Morrison, and yet he sounds like a David Koresh-type character because he leads like a militia-type a militia called an Arizona. Yep. And, and, and it's just so amazing because, you know, you hear about these ones, God, and it's, nah, it's not to... just about Khan. I highly recommend I this series. I need to series. revisit. Like, honestly, like, I, oh, yes. God. You have to read these ones. I do. They're, they're so good. Plus, Gray Cox is one of the best damn writers out there. He also did a couple of TNG ones, too. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He did a lot of TNG ones. I actually have one over on the shelf over there. Yes. So, yeah. Nerds. Eugen yes. Eugenics Wars by Gray Cox. Star Trek books are phenomenal. The 50th anniversary, yes. guys. Go enjoy Star Trek 15th stuff. 15th exactly. anniversary of what? 50th, 50th anniversary oh, of the original oh, series. Oh, oh. Of the motion oh, sorry, she said pictures. 15th. No, of, of It sounded like you said 15th. But oh. 65. Or 66, oh, right. 1966 was yeah. the very first. 65. Uh, 65. That was 51 Wait, that years ago. It, it was 66. It, it was 66. Excuse me. I thought it was motion picture. No, no, no. First episode. No, motion ever. picture Star was Trek the first period. movie, which it's was 1979. That means it's. Oh, wait. It's I did my math wrong. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? Oh, Tyler. <laughs> you but it's and cool. Your... And there's a lot of. I know we're, we're talking about Comic Con next year, but there's a lot of fun exclusives and different things that are coming yeah. out to celebrate. It's just yes. a good time to be a Trekkie. A lot of people coming to Comic Con. For that panel. Anyway, we have two more people left. Well, yeah, Bill Shatner is going to be actually uh, heading it, isn't he? Yeah. I'll yeah. go. Um, this is Kevin here, again, with his anime recommendations, and I have two. Good. Um, Drink. So my first one is going to be a very summer anime because we're going to be in the season. Uh, Netflix has this called, um, I believe the I, translation I is them. My Bride is a Mermaid. Uh, it's a very, it's a very funny, it's a very uh, comedic uh, little anime segue. It's a, more, a lot of slapstick comedy where people rebut against jokes or they have to like react to some strange situations. And I find those reactions very, very hilarious because they're the most normal people that's trying to like point out something that's like very odd. Yeah. So I, I enjoy those kinds of comedies. And my second pick, while we are on the topic of horror movies and a previous. <laughs> Tens of Please minutes don't tell ago. Me no, it's not Berserk. Berserk, oh is, Berserk is never considered a horror. I know. No, but I just want to make sure. Never considered a horror. I just want to make sure. But um, I want to. I want you guys to actually go through the Higurashi series. Um, the little translation is called "When They Cry." Uh, I was thinking about something else. No, I think you're talking about when the seagulls cry. I, mm. I, don't, I don't remember. But um, it's not really It's not a very classic horror horror, but it's more of like a psychological horror. 
where it kind of like toys with your mind. Again, this is like predated in the uh, 2002 or 2004. See, I'll one-up you with, with Paranoia Activity. Ah, uh, Paranoia Agent. Yeah, there Sorry. you go. But that one's been mentioned a lot. So I, oh, I thought I'd give Higurashi a Such mention. a good anime. So you have to watch two seasons, uh, first season and the second season, in order to appreciate the entire work as a whole. That's what I did when I was in middle school, and I just absolutely loved it as a, one of my favorite psychological horrors. Awesome. I dig it. All right, Tyler, I need your help to pick one. Okay. <laughs> Horror movie or great TV show? Is it, if, it's Ash, if it's Ash versus the Evil Dead. No, it's not a horror TV show. TV show. TV show. Everyone, if you have Amazon Prime, or you know, even if you don't, you should just go and buy the DVD set. Justified. It ended a year ago, but... It, Wasn't Patton Oswalt like a huge yeah, character? Yeah, Patton Oswalt was a significant character in it. Uh, it stars Timothy Oliphant, who's one of my favorite actors. But it's I'm sorry, you meant to say T- Timothy Oliphantastic. Sorry, I'm sure. just saying. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Have you not heard though, that term? Have you not uh, heard that? That's like the, uh, he's a phenomenal actor. He's no, literally my favorite actor. That's what working. the internet calls him. Is t- Timothy he's so Hull, good. Hull fantastic. He's even great in Live Free or Die Hard as the villain. Like if he's fucking. Oh phenomenal. my god, I'll agree with that. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I, I, like, five I, I, I really enjoy that movie. It has its issues, but he's not one of them. So yeah, um, yeah. he was. I honestly, I fucking loved him in uh, fucking okay. Hitman. What I, I mean, you know what? I I did enjoy him in Hitman as well. I will give you that him. one. Like, it's yeah. Just, no, I'm not going to disagree. Anyways, justified. The premise is he's a 19th century lawman, that type of uh, Wild West gunslinger, but in a modern day age. So he's a U.S. Marshal who brings his particular brand of violent justice to eastern Kentucky. And it's six seasons of him quick drawing and shooting people in the chest. And it's fucking phenomenal. So nice. I've been I've been re- I started rewatching it and it is. Just as good as I remember it being. So nice. If you haven't seen it, please give it a watch. The first episode's phenomenal. The first season is one of the greatest seasons of TV I've yeah, ever watched. I will agree with that because I did see the first season myself. Especially the season finale is yes. violent and bloody and action packed. It's so awesome. So nice. Give Justified a try, please and thank you. So, uh, but before I go, I do want to make a plug. Um, so Shukai, our Woo! anime podcast that Kevin will be uh, co-host of. Um, you know, we're actually going to be talking about the, um, <laughs> you're hearing this first too. Um, so we're going to have a mini episode, uh, that should be out before this episode. And, um, we're our first episode, official episode of revamped Shukai will be about our reviews of all eight new summer shows. We're going to be watching the pilots and talking about what we think, even though Kevin has probably seen almost all of them. I have already seen two, but, um, I can't wait. So, uh, that's just a uh, announcement for Shukai. News. So finally, we're getting it out. I was not aware that I would start all eight series, but I would do my best. <laughs> it's easy. I'm sure you've already seen some of them. I've already seen two of them. Yeah. Anyway, I, I um, Berserk, so, so that's for sure. okay. So then, my pick of the week is going to be. So the summer Steam sale happened. Did anybody buy anything from Steam? Everybody's looking at me blankly. Like I didn't cricket, buy anything from cricket. Steam, but I did get something from. Uh, I think it's Cog. Is like the other one. Um, but, cool uh, story, Hansel. <laughs> Thanks. It's like the fourth cool story. Um, but no, no, it's just because they got to me first. But um, no, I, I just got Witcher Wild Hunt, and I'm really oh, no, good about for you. It. high five. I played the I second one, and I, I beat I owe it. I Tim a high five too. And I loved it. Um, I think w- Skyrim is like one of my favorite games of all time, and this is kind of like a different, more RPG focused Skyrim type game, and I love it, and I'm really stoked. Nice. Um, it was only twenty five bucks. Nice. Shout out to God Eater. 
So I bought uh, four games. Ooh. And the one. <laughs> Party and Tyler's out. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Hi, and, and if you watch, if you listen to Gamer Culture this week, you know that that means nothing compared to everybody else on Gamer Culture uh, that was on. Um, anyway, so I bought Saints Row 4. And holy shit, is that like the greatest thing that's ever happened to me? Um, it is so funny. It is so amazing. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. There's nothing bad I can say about the game. It is so ridiculous and so crazy and so funny. Um, everything. There's so many references to everything, to fucking everything, and it is just amazing. You have Vice President uh, David or uh, Keith David, who is literally just Keith David being the Vice President, and then um, Keith David, the black guy, or David yes. Keith, the white guy. Keith David, the black guy. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. What well, would actually make that no, game funnier no. is if the president yes. was David yeah. Keith. No. Yes. yes. It would actually it would actually be no, funnier no, no, no. if the president was David the, Keith. The the black guy in 24 was uh Morgan Freeman. No, no, no. It was a different actor, but he wasn't it wasn't David oh, Keith. Morgan Freeman was a different black guy. You racist. David <laughs> Keith That that's not David Keith. Yeah, it's really uh, not. Yeah, you might be th- I mean, uh he was I'm confused over names, not visuals. He was a black guy in uh Oh my god, I'm forgetting Jared Leto. So the, the black guy you're thinking Conley. of was in Major League, one of the most phenomenal Movies ever, yeah. Uh, anyway, buy Saints Row because it's fucking amazing. Den- Dennis Haysbert, so many- you're thinking of Dennis Haysbert. Oh my god, Pedro Den- Serrano. I love that guy though. David uh, David Keith was it? No, Keith Dave- David. Keith David was in. Uh, well, Prince and the Frog. He a lot of Dan John Carpenter movies. He was in the he was John Carpenter. He was in John Carpenter's The Thing. He John Carpenter's The Thing and Roddy Roddy Piper's drug movie. Jennifer Connelly, Jared Leto. Saw intense. Get in there. Oh my! I, I know. I'm talking about the drug movie. Requiem for I a Dream. I want to talk Requiem about. Requiem for a Dream. I got it. Anyways, okay. Play. They live. They live. Keith David. Like a two-hour. Oh my God! The greatest movie ever made. Play. That's my other guilty pleasure. They oh, wow, live. Play <laughs> Saints Row Four. It is GTA, but fucking crazy and awesome. Anyway, thank you for tuning no, in. No, no, you're fucking wrong. Nope, I am not. Thanks for tuning in. You can check out our other shows and offerings on iTunes and visit our website, thegrankygathering.com. Go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review us. We love comments, questions, requests, and, of course, nudes. And you can contact us on our site. To stay updated, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and we stream on Twitch TV. This show has been brought to you by the Grangy Gathering Network. Join the the gathering. The gathering. Anyway, have a great week and... GGG! Eric is a racist. It would actually be...